Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is February 17th, Thursday, in the year 2022. Just so I remind you all, right after this show, actually at 2 o'clock today, is the Brighteon TV show where I go live and you get to see my face. I know it gets you so excited. (laughs) But anyway, I'm live there on Brighteon TV after this at 2 o'clock every day Pacific, or every Thursday, I'm sorry, every Thursday, 2 o'clock p.m., every Thursday. And, of course, we have Bended Knee every day, Monday through Saturday now at 1 p.m. So we're ramping it up. We're like bringing serious spiritual warfare to this whole thing. That's what we want. Hey, before we begin today, I don't know if you heard that uh, they denied, if you heard yesterday's show, they denied Mike Lindell the opportunity to be able to get pillows across the border because his truck driver didn't have a valid something or other pass. And so Mike today massively trolled Daily Beast, massively trolled him. <laughs> he told them he was going to airdrop pillows into Canada, and they published it as a real story. They literally did it. I love Mike Lindell so much. He is so funny. And he, he just he thought it was funny. And they did it and they bit and like Daily Beast, you are so stupid. You dumb liberals. I don't even know what to sell you. It's just this progressive mindset. Anyway, that's my pillow. And of course, we're huge fans of my pillow. Mypillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation landing page on my pillow. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Every time you buy something this month or for at least the next few weeks, you're gonna get a free book or copy of Mike's book, an incredible story about how an addict became one of America's greatest CEOs. And you know what's centered to that story, which is most amazing? It's Christ. January, he told it on our show. February of 2017 is when he reaccepted Christ in his life. It's cool, man. That's awesome. So anyway, get on over there and support MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Awesome deals, awesome stuff going on there. I love MyPillow, love their products, love what they do for our nation going to get all the support we can possibly give them. So again, mypillow.com forward slash Bards. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And if you want to talk to a live Patriot Pillow Counselor, you can call them at 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Just a quick mention also of the Founder's Bible. That's the Bible for our time. Check it out, thefoundersbible.com. Promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S, to get 20% off. And you'll see that link below the podcast as well. And Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That's the coffee for our time, for the warriors warriors of our time, designed to boost your health and your, your overall energy and focus throughout the day. Check that out at Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. You'll also find all sorts of great products there as well as one of the as well as one of the greatest and best silver products currently on the market for your health. So check that out. All the links are below the podcast. Patriots, before we jump into today's prayer, see if we have enough time. I'm gonna see we're gonna listen to a short clip here from Tucker Carlson. Take a listen to this. Welcome to Tucker Carlson. Tonight a lot happening in the news. Here's one item that we noticed Canada canceled democracy last night. And the remarkable thing is no one in this country seemed to notice that it happened. There was no outcry from our political class as their friend Justin Trudeau declared martial law in response to an entirely peaceful protest from his country's working class. Our news media barely noted that it happened. Weirdest of all, the State Department, which exists these days to denounce such attackers of democracy as Hungary and Poland, 
didn't say a single word as democracy in Canada ended. That's pretty weird if you think about it. Canada is not some exotic faraway land with an alien culture and an unintelligible language. It's not Ukraine. Canada is our neighbor. It's our trading partner. Canada is our closest ally on earth. It's practically part of our country. Our vice president grew up in Canada. So did half of our comedians and actors and singers. Our border with Canada is the longest border in the world. It stretches more than 5,500 miles. So on every level, we are deeply intertwined with Canada, whether we notice it or not. What happens there matters here. If nothing else, it's a preview of what will likely happen in the United States. So with that in mind, you should know that Justin Trudeau is no longer the prime minister of Canada. Justin Trudeau is Canada's maximum leader. It's strongman, it's cardio, it's potentate. Justin Trudeau is the dictator of Canada. If you think that's an overstatement, try to think of another way to describe what Justin Trudeau is now doing. For the first time in Canada's history, Trudeau has invoked what's known as the Emergencies Act, though the protests he is facing hardly qualify as an emergency. But suddenly, Justin Trudeau has the power to crush all political opposition to his rule, and that's exactly what he's doing. Trudeau has ended free speech in Canada. He's banned free assembly. Trudeau's government has shut down political rallies and arrested his political critics without probable cause. Trudeau has instituted internal passports that restrict travel within Canada to the politically obedient. Canadians are no longer allowed to leave their own country unless they obey Justin Trudeau. And if they don't obey, they could be bankrupted and destroyed. He now has the power to do that. Trudeau has claimed the power to freeze the financial assets of any Canadian who resists him. No court order is required to do this. He just decides. Justin. So there you go. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are here in this time today in this bended knee, putting up our prayers for Canada. Not just because of what Canada is going through, but because Canada is that canary in the coal mine. So many still sleep. Our political class in this nation has turned its back on Canada. That includes every person in the political class. No one is calling out for the injustices boldly. We look to our, our two presidents, whatever they are, they are not speaking out. And so, Lord, we literally pray for one, for leadership, to take and secure the oath that they've made to office to do what their duty is. But that aside, because quite frankly, Lord, as much as we know that you can pull miracles, that's probably a miracle that would be equivalent to spreading the seas. But, Lord, we pray for us, we the people. We pray for us, we the people, to literally wake up and stand in one unison. We are reminded of what this time is by Matthew eleven twelve. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and violent men take it by force. Lord, we're not deceiving ourselves as to the evil that we face. We are not deceiving ourselves into this evil that will persist at any cost. And in the face of what is right and just, what is written in the laws of the land, we're witnessing a tyrant, a fascist, doing exactly what tyrants and fascists do, assembling those loyalists to his cause, 
to extol pain, suffering, and agony upon the public. Because in their world, there is only one word that is true, and that is theirs and obedience to their God, their petty God, Lucifer. Lord, our prayers are up with Canada. We pray that Canada will have the umbrella of protection and equally the strength. We know that there's darkness always before the, before the light. And though we probably most feel the dread of the darkness that may be coming to the many, we praise, honor, and lift prayers for those that are on the front lines that will not bow, that will not yield. Protect them, O oh Lord. And let them be the beacon to awaken so many that still seem to think that this ridiculous time is about Hillary Clinton or Trump coming back to power or some magical force sweeping in on the winds to save our day. Lord, let your children finally start to feel the power and the, the dominion that you've given us all. And so, Lord, we, we are here before you today to take our case to you, to plead this case for Canada, not our government that's so corrupt and vile that we can't correct it, not the Canadian government that's corrupt at every level. For those that are seeking peace, we commend them, but seeking peace does not be, mean cons, being conciliatory to evil. And for those in Canada that are thinking that the political class will solve the problem, we pray for you as well. Open your eyes. See clearly. Stop being deceived. Stop waiting for someone else to fix your problems. Our lands must be ruled by the will of the people, not by the handful of elite billionaire class that decides to extol pain and suffering upon the many for their benefit. We must find that way through. And at this very critical juncture, Lord, we know that we are on the cusp of something very great if we all come together. You have given us this opportunity. You have given us this window. This is literally the crack in the wall. Lord, we just pray today that those hearts of the many across these the many countries will awaken to what this reality is. We've already seen Australia fall. A people that gave in to the fear that are now suffering the consequences of that. As today, they announced the first COVID camp for getting better. We know what that's about, Lord. We know that the evil that we face is going to go to no ends to crush and expunge the voice of freedom, the voice of liberty, the voice of independence, the voice that loves you. So, Lord, we humble ourselves before you. We pray deeply for Canada. We pray for their strength. We pray for their resolve. We pray for the nation's awakening to continue to be the beacon for the rest of the world, for the world to witness how the people of Canada can reclaim their country. We pray for us in the United States that have drifted away. We pray for the forgiveness for us walking away from you, where you were put on the throne of this nation, and we have then, since then, sought material satisfaction, debt, enslavement, and job positions, and the bling of life in the place of our loyalty, our love, and our obedience to you, Lord. Forgive us. And in that forgiveness, Lord, hear, these, hear us, please, in our hearts that we sit here today. We will suffer those burdens for the many 
to see our nation healed, to see our nations healed, to see our brethren in Canada released. Guide us, Lord, in this time. Give us the strength in this fight. Give us the clarity and wisdom to defeat thy enemy. And in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Canada is not separate from us. Canada is the canary in the coal mine. And I brought that first clip up there with Tucker because I wanted you to hear what essentially a mainstream journalist is saying. And he's pointing it out. Nobody in the political class is saying anything. And I just can't understand how people can't see this. Since Friday, and I've brought this up a number of times, since Friday, the entire U.S. narrative on the Patriot side has shifted to more election stuff, more Hillary Clinton, more Durham. And Canada has, for the most part, fallen from the headlines. Is it because we as a nation are embarrassed and we can't stand the fact that our neighbor is taking the lead on the fight which we should have led? Is that our arrogance and our lack of humility as a nation? Where when a nation in need and Canada is in need of having support from the American side, we go to sleep? Let us remember 9-11, as treacherous of an event as that was, the Canadian people opened their door to pure strangers in the thousands to allow Americans to stay there while this, while that whole mess cleared up and we were able to get airlines back in the air again. We need to be we're standing with our brethren. Canada's heading into a very dark hour, and tonight is likely going to be a big hour for them. They're bringing in lots of police. There's different reports coming as to what's going to happen or what's no No one knows. That's the bottom line. But there's no question that things are ramping up in Ottawa. And the tyrants don't allow for any peaceful escape. Tyrants rule with an iron fist. What people aren't really comprehending, I think, in the United States is Canada is now a dictatorship. They love these nice words like the Patriot Act, Emergency Powers Act. Those are other terms for dictators to make the people take that, especially those loyal to liberty. People, they say Patriot Act and they go, oh. That must be something good. It must be a musket involved with that. Yeah, it's a musket, all right. It's pointed at your head. And you say, Emergency Powers Act. People say, oh, we must be in a dire situation. Those evil terrorist truckers that are allowing children to play around in bounce houses on the street and families coming together and singing and dancing and Canadians celebrating the love of their country and their nation and their people together. Oh, my goodness, those evil terrorists. It is so important that people stand right now. And Canada, this message is to you as well. Stand. There's no time to sit. You can't worry about your job right now. You can't worry about your pension. You can't worry about your 401k, whatever you got. Because I'm telling you, you miss this fight, it's going away anyway. Because I will guarantee you one thing. Trudeau moved fast on these Emergency Powers Act to seize control of a nation like this and to have an entire parliament sit on their thumb and go, I want to debate, Mr. Speaker. I want to debate this issue of whether this was actually just 
Whether was it just for Justin Trudeau to steal the powers and rights of every single person in this nation and to be able to seize control as absolute dictator? Was it right? Was it just? Did he have just cause? You never have just cause. All that's just political bread and circus to keep people looking left and right and saying, oh, I wonder if my parliamentarian is going to actually do the right thing. How much are we seeing the same thing here? Jim Jordan. There are things that are going bad with this vaccine. There's things that are going bad with Hillary Clinton. Okay, Jim, great. What are you going to do about it? We've got Durham. Okay. And then you hear this. Durham is just starting, literally, quote, Durham is just starting his investigation. I'm like, huh. I thought I heard that two years ago. Then I heard that one year ago. And then I happened to hear that on the Friday before Justin Trudeau announced the Emergency Act. Isn't that funny? This is all hand puppetry. This is a fight between the elites, and we the people have the third path. If you keep falling for the trip of the promises of what's to come, you're not living in the moment and realizing the opportunity that God has given us before us. We had January 6th. I know, I know it was a mess, but instead of holding the line, what happened? And I'm, gonna, I'm pointing the finger where fingers are pointed. Trump stood up and said, go home. I don't want a leader that tells me to go home at the critical moment in our history when we had an opportunity to challenge the elite class. And then you have, then you have this. We're, we're sitting here now, and people are worried about what's going to happen to them now because the fear that this deep state extolled was massive. People are like, I don't want to end up like that. I got to be careful. Canada's going to about ready to go through the same thing if the nation doesn't stand up. And I'm not saying Canada won't. I think Canada will. But it's going to take a lot out of every Canadian to realize what is about ready to happen because they are not going to play. They've already been able to find yet another, I guess, weapons cache in the Alberta blockade. This is ridiculous. It's the same hand tricks they do all the time. Peaceful protest that all of a sudden has a weapons cache. I mean, what is this? And the idiots believe it. Follow your heart. Know the truth. We have to carry the message of God amongst the people. We have to do our discipleship. We have to push. And however that happens, whether it's by digits, by using digital sphere, or whether it's by in person, we have to get people to start raising their head. And you have to challenge them. And challenging somebody who's deep in a slumber is not easy. Ever try to wake somebody who's in a sleepwalk? Look out. It can be violent. Not supposed to be good for him either, but in this case, whatever. Wake him up. So there's a lot ahead. we got to keep our prayers up. Prayers are our absolute rock and our shield for all of this. But what's happening in Canada is soon to arrive here if we don't stop it. And it's not simply going to go away. Justin Trudeau does not need his police force. He has thousands at his disposal that he can fly in from the UN and give them Canadian uniforms. I'm not saying he did that. I'm just saying he can. And he has the ability to seize bank accounts, to take people to seize bank accounts, freeze the assets so people can't get access to their money. They can't buy food, can't pay for their housing, can't pay for their insurance. He's going to suspend licenses. They have the control over the mechanisms of life that we've become enslaved to. And they are using them because that's the real war against the people. 
It's no different than sieging the castles in the old day when they would cut off the water supplies or poison it and cut off access to food. They just starved the people out until finally the entire castle would raise a white flag, and then they would do what? They would go in and sack the whole thing. Tyrants do not play nice. So for those of you that keep wanting to see political resolution, wake up. There is no political resolution. Anybody in the political class that is telling you we're going to solve this thing through votes has their head in the clouds, probably somewhere else too. The fight is not going to happen at the voter polls. I can't tell you how many people I keep hearing, they'll wait to the red wave in 2022. There's going to be a red wave, all right? It's going to be other hand puppets of the deep state that are putting on the red side uniform. Get clear what's going to happen. It is time that we take this to the streets. Bring it to people. Stop buying their stuff. Don't use any of these corporate stores anymore. You have to, we have to do everything we can within our power, and we have to wake people up. And Canada is going to need our support. It's time. We need to do it in the, in the name of, of, the, of God. This is the Lord's war. Like David. And we are facing a Goliath. And each of us has three stones. And it's the question of whether you believe and trust or not. Because if you believe and trust and God guides your hand, those three stones become the most powerful three stones on the planet. If you have a heart that trembles, those three stones become little pebbles that fall back in the stream. All right, patriots. Keep your prayers up for Canada today. I'll be back. I'll be back on. If you want to join over on Bright on TV, I'll be going there live in 30 minutes. Otherwise, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Until then, or until the next time, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers up. They lock us down to that rock of faith. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we have to trust in him and remember our mission. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Have a blessed day. I'll see you this evening. Until then, or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen 
who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army 
that will help deliver God's wrath.